number one. We are seven lines down in at the Mishnah. And the Mishnah is going to be discussing with certain bodies of Torah law, which are either very, very um, slightly alluded to, or perhaps not even alluded to at all in the Torah itself. And the only way that we know these bodies of halacha is from the tradition that Moshe Rabbeinu, as he learnt not only the Torah Shebichsav, but the Torah Shebalpeh, the oral traditions at Har Sinai from Hashem, and he passed them down to Yeshua and subsequently to all of Klal Yisrael. So the first case that the Mishnah deals with is the set of halachas dealing with Heter Nadarim. Heter Nadarim is the release of a vow. A person can make a vow, and then if he wants to cancel his vow, he can either go to one expert or a three-man bezdin, and he can explain to them under the, the situation under, under which he made the, the vow. And if it was seen to be in error, um, then they can cancel it. This is something that Chazal say is poyuchin ba'avir, is, so to speak, floating in the air, ve'ein lahem al-mash yismuchu, and there's nothing really to rely on, meaning that the whole concept of heta nadarim is something which is basically not referenced at all in the Torah. It's not alluded to at all in the Torah, and the only way we know it is because of the Torah Shabal Peh, the oral tradition from Moshe Rabbeinu. Hilchas Shabbos, the laws of Shabbos, Chagigos, the laws of the Korban Chagiga, Vahama Ilois, and the laws of misappropriation of um, Hekdesh or, uh, or sanctified property. Hariheim Kaharim Hatuluyim Basara, these are like mountains hanging by a hair, meaning what? Shahin Mikramuat Vahalachis Marubis, meaning they are very, very broad, big, detailed concepts but they're only referenced and alluded to very slightly in the Torah. So to speak, a mountain hanging by a hair. Hadinin, the monetary laws. Fa'avoidos, the, the laws of, of the, the, the sacrifices. Hataris fa'atumos, the laws of purity, the laws of impurity. Va'arayos, and the laws of um, uh, forbidden relations. Yesh lehen al-mash yismachu, they do have... Um, reliable psukim in the Torah, meaning they have re- relatively clear referencing in the Torah. And the Mishnah ends up saying, Vahein hein gufei Torah. These are the, the fundamental body of Torah. The Gemara is going to have to explain what that means, that these things apparently are the, the, the body of Torah and the other things are not. The Gemara will explain what that means. Tanya. The Gemara starts off by saying, Abraisa, Rabbi Eliezer Oimer, Rabbi Eliezer says, Yeishlem al-mashi yismuchu. These Tanaim that follow are going to disagree with the Mishnah. The Mishnah said that the law of Heta Nadarim is something which is basically not uh, alluded to in the Torah Shabich Sav, the written Torah itself. Rabbi Eliezer starts off by saying there is a certain scriptural reference to this. Shenem, as it says, in the Psukim that deal with making a neder, it says Ki Yafli, Ki Yafli, when a person utters and when a person utters. In, it repeats it repeats, repeats it, two times. So why does it repeat this utterance two times? One of them is the uttering, the utterance that a person makes to create something forbidden upon himself, the vow. And the other kiyafli, the other utterance mentioned in the Pasuk, is in reference to releasing that forbidden thing, meaning the hetanadarim to allow him to go back on that neder that he made. So there we see the repetition of Kiyafli is uh, enough of a reference in the Torah to say that it's no longer floating in the air. There's somewhat of a, 
of a, of a hook to hang it on in the Torah Shabbat Sav. Rabbi Yeshua Oimer, Rabbi Yeshua carries on, and, meaning he goes along the same lines, and he also agrees that there is certain scriptural reference to Hetan Adarim. There is a certain reliable source for this in the Torah. Shenema, as it says, Hashem, when he made a Shavua, he made an oath that this, uh, the generation of the spies would not go into Eretz Yisrael. The Pasuk in Tehillim says that he swore in his anger. Now, the, uh, the inference from this is ba'api nishbati v'chazarti bi means that I swore in my anger and I went back on it meaning that ha- the, the Torah says that Hashem made a shavua but because it was made in rage and in anger he had the ability to go back on it that teaches us a certain reference a very loose reference to the concept of heter nadarim of releasing a vow Rabbi Yitzchak, Oime, Rabbi Yitzchak says He's also got a, an idea that they are referenced, that the Hetan Adarim are referenced in the Torah. Shanamaz says, Kol Nadiv Liboy, that when the Yidin were donating to the, uh, the, the Mishkan, it says, everyone who had a generous heart. Now, the idea here, the, the inference here is, is that the pledge made to the Mishkan was only um, binding if the person had generosity of heart. But if, let's say, somebody was, was forced into donating or some other reason, and he made the pledge, but it was for some ulterior motive, he would then be able to cancel that. Again, a reference to Hetan Adarim in the Torah. Hananya ben Achi Rabbi Yeshua Oimer. Hananya, the son of the brother of Rabbi Yeshua, says, Yesh lohem al-mashi yismuchu. There is scriptural reference to this law of Hetan Adarim. Shenema says, Nishbati va'akayema lishmo mishpatei I made a shavua, I made a, a vow, and I fulfill it to keep your righteous judgments. Now, the inference is, is that obviously if you made a shavua, you should keep it, you should fulfill it. So why does the Pasuk say that he fulfills it? Because it's hinting to the fact that it could be that somebody could make a shavua and legally not fulfill it. And that would be by doing hetan adarim, cancelling the vow. So Omar Rav Yehuda Omar Shmuel, Rav Yehuda Omar Sh- says in the name of Shmuel, he says, hostim. If I was there in that discussion by the Tanaim, Omri Lahu, I would have said to them, Didi Adifa Mididuchu. I've got a, a, a source which is better than all of yours. Shenema, as it says in the Torah, The Torah says a person should not profane his words, meaning a person should not make a, make a neder and then go back on it. And not keep it. So the inference here is, who He cannot profane the Shavuah by himself. But other people can cancel the, 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 the oath. And that will obviously be in reference to the Hetan Adarim, where a person will go either to one man or to a three-man Bezdin and um, have it legally cancelled. So just to summarize, the Mishnah mentioned certain laws which are either... Um, very slightly alluded to in the Torah or not alluded to at all. With the Gemara started out dealing with Hetan Adarim, the cancellation of vows, and we brought a, um, a group of Tanaim who argued, and they all had different sources at to proving that there is a certain allusion in Torah Shebech to Hetan Adarim. And finally, we had the Amariah, uh, the, the Amariah in the name of Shmuel, that he had a Yachil Devara, and he said his was better than all of the other ones. Um, the Gemara is going to continue and find fault with all of the other Tanaic opinions that there is scriptural source 
to this uh, law.